Hey everyone, welcome back to the All of a Slutin' Podcast. I'm your co-host Edna. And I'm Soma. And we want to welcome you back to our third episode. Woo! Number three, baby! If you haven't watched our previous episodes, feel free to hit the link on our Instagram. Yeah, go watch it. Last episode was pretty funny. Ratchet, Andy got spicy, hot He and spilled smoky. all the tea in Mexico. Watch your mom, watch your grandma's. Andy's there taking all the doñas. <laughs> Woo! Um, so today we have a really cool guest. Today we have one of my soulmates on the pod. Um, her man's lucky that I'm straight. And yeah. <laughs> this is Helena. Hi, guys. Hi, she's guys. I'm a little, a little nervous. She's a little nervous. I'm a lot nervous. She's a little, little lot nervous. <laughs> it's all good. You know, we were all fucking nervous. I like, just told you, like, hey, these people, they're all your friends. We're all friends here. Hey, homies. Hey. Pass the blunt. <laughs> no, just kidding. We don't smoke. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is Helena. She's super dope. Uh, I wanted to bring her on. Well, I wanted to bring you on because she has, like, a really cool story and, like, upbringing. And I remember, like, when I met her, I was just like, dude, what the heck? Like, what? 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 And, like, she just didn't think it was weird. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah, it's weird. So I just I just wanted to bring out something. You guys could hear her story and then tell her if it's weird or not or if it's different. Because she was just like, oh, okay. But yeah, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, we're you know, doing... we're still trying to get this shit down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to fix the third mic situation soon. Um, yeah. So I wanted to bring you on so we can first, I guess, like, the first thing I wanted to talk about is, um, I guess, your upbringing and how that is because so helena grew up in like a predominantly latino community in pomona so it's like literally all like uh, maybe like a hundred percent how many percent what percent is it like it's to the point where literally all my friends are mexican not even like latino in a broad spectrum but like mexican. mexican yeah so she so her family so she's vietnamese and her family was the only asian or vietnamese family on the block and like she grew up like in the hood like freaking latinos gangs like straight up and then there's like this little asian family that lives there so i'm just like what like what the hell like yeah. how did you end up there you know so my question was like how'd you end up there yeah. why what were you doing what did your parents do like why did you end up in pomona so my dad said he ended up in Pomona because he was given an opportunity to work as a mechanic with someone. Yeah. And then he ended up staying because he ended up he ended up buying his own mechanic shop in Pomona and he always wanted to work close to where he worked. Yeah. Wanted wow. to live close to where he worked. Yeah. That's really dope because it's like, what the heck? So when you grew up, okay, so when you went to school, like you went to elementary school in Pomona too, right? Yeah. So I like I have a one of my closest friends and we've been friends since um kindergarten and when you went to school like when you were in elementary did you notice like hey i'm asian or like was that not a thing or yeah i yeah. did notice because like my we used to wear like these little buddha like the jade necklaces and i'm like okay i'm the only one wearing this like everyone has a fucking cross what the <laughs> heck is that <laughs> yeah because helena's mom oh she's, her family she's buddhist you know so she grew up with a lot of mexicans mexicans are usually catholic so it's like what mm. and then i used to have like the the jade bracelet too yeah and i'm okay no i'm no one else wears this my mom used to like make us wear these like dresses from vietnam that are like super extra and colorful <laughs> and it's like super cold and we would wear them and i'm like okay this is weird 
And then my friends were talking about catechism and stuff. And I'm like, what is that? Who's Wait, what is that? Catechism? Yeah. I, I don't even know that. So I, I'm fake. Um, I think it's like when you go to school, when you go to school at church and like oh, you study their religion. Oh, okay. Like you want to. La, do, la doctrina? Like you want to do like your sacraments, like your first communion. Okay. Your, okay. I just know it in Spanish. So my mom, I just know I called la, la, la doctrina. So I didn't know the English name of it. I went to like a year of that. It was not good. We got kicked. Me and my brother got kicked out. Um, I'll tell you that story later. But <laughs> um, Dang. So your friends were talking about that. And you're just like, oh, what is that? And oh, another thing is that all my closest friends, their parents only like spoke Spanish. So that's like another culture shock, like going to their house and it's like, hola, mija. And I'm like, what does hola, mija mean? <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. And they would like go to church and have like big family parties. And I just didn't grow up like that in my household. So it was yeah. just like. How was that like though? Like, what were your thoughts? I was just like the first time my friend took me to go eat tacos, I was like, thinking like taco bell you know i'm like wait where's like the tomatoes and the cheese and the sour cream and she's like wait you've never had tacos before and i'm like taco bell like (laughs) (laughs) well what did you eat like growing up like you talk like taco bell was like mexican food to me dang until she was like no we're gonna go get some carne asada tacos so at at home your mom would cook like dumplings and like Like, yeah like asian food yeah and it was just noodles noodles okay yeah so when so when i when i met helena she told me like this funny ass story and like i thought it was so funny and she's just like yeah so basically i don't know if you guys know but like in buddhism like there it's a philosophy so they don't believe in like a god you know it's like a philosophy of we have a life you know they don't pray to god so like she told me like she was growing up because everyone's like praise to like jesus and, and god wherever she grew up like she would like fake that she was like oh yeah like she knew what they were talking about like she didn't fucking know like who the fuck jesus was or anything you're just like yeah you know and another thing like she would be missing sunday morning she wouldn't be at home and her mom tell that story like you would just be gone so i try to like fit in a lot so i'm like okay let me go to church with these people to find out who this (laughs) person jesus christ is (laughs) so i would go to church with my friends and it was like every sunday morning until like a little while after my mom's like you've been going to church i know why you're not home on sunday morning (laughs) she's like you can't be coining those things wait how did she find out because she just put two and two together like okay why are you never home on a sunday morning like what happens on sunday mornings people go to church so i'm like what i just thought that was so funny when i met her because i'm just like oh shit like that's so crazy, like, this little Vietnamese girl, like, growing up in, like, Pomona, around all these Mexicans, like, her culture's, like, religion is even different, or, like, her culture at home, and, like, and she's just, like, thrown in with, like, all these Mexicans, I'm like, oh, shit, that's such a trippy, like, life, you know, like, what the heck, I just never heard of it happening, you know? Like, quinceañera is a whole nother thing, like, oh, I came yeah. out in, like, three quinceañeras, and it would have been more, but, you know, like, the practices, they overlap, so you gotta say, <laughs> no to some of the homegirls like Damn, hey, she girl. was popular I, I don't know that i don't know how they overlap because i wasn't asked that many times sorry. so sorry girl your practice is on <laughs> homegirls practice days <laughs> and this surprise dance is hard Damn. so sorry boo get your own freaking damas bitch you know like <laughs> we're dress shopping that day <laughs> but yes, yeah it's like such a trip i feel like 
where me and Edna grew up, well, I guess not our middle school, but like even high school is like super diverse. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I have friends, like my best friends are like so diverse. I have Mexican best friends. I have white best friends, Asian best friends. Like we just grew up around a lot of diversity, mm-hmm. you know, like especially in my high school, like even in my high school, like our football, like dance to like start football games was like the haka, like the Samoan dance that they do. And like, it was just super diverse. So like then, so I feel like you were more exposed to like Mexican culture than I feel like even me and Edna were, mm-hmm. you know, like the stories you tell me. And I'm just like, damn, bitch, you're more Mexican than me. Like she gets down dancing, you know, I'm just like, damn. So it was just like a trip, like hearing all this shit. And like, she knows Spanish. Obviously it's not, she doesn't think it's A1, but I think it's really good. So I'm just like, dang girl, like, that's so crazy. And it, it started because like Quintiana was like, shout out to Kaylee's mom. Like we, <laughs> she would take us to like Quintiana to like random weddings that we don't even know the people. And she's like, no, we need to dance. Like you need to get Damn, up and dance. And I'm like, you need to practice. La vaca, move. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing, but whatever. I'll just move. Damn. But you were having fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. But, so how was it like in your household? Like were your parents strict? Were they more lenient? Would you do whatever you wanted? Yeah, did you see? And what were the differences that you noticed, like, in your household versus the culture around you, you know? Mm-hmm. So my mom, okay, so my mom has eight kids. And that's, like, unheard of, too, because I don't know anyone else that has, like, this many siblings. Yeah, well, t- t- traditionally, like, my mom has a lot of siblings. Like, I feel like our parents mm-hmm. have a lot of siblings. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're a generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but my so I'm number seven of eight lucky number seven baby um so like when I was growing up I was honestly like allowed to do whatever the heck I wanted like I had tattoos already when I was was a baga dude do like this tattoo (laughs) in the streets I got this when I was like 15 in some fool's garage (laughs) damn (laughs) what is it it's some wax stars but (laughs) (laughs) it's a star face you guys know the star face the famous stars face (laughs) for 40 bucks in a garage everyone was getting like the stars right here on their neck you know you know who you are okay if you know you know (laughs) the party crew era (laughs) so yeah i was like going to flyer parties damn girl my mom let me do whatever i wanted and how is it compared to your friends i feel like their parents were a lot more strict yeah yeah. Did they like think that you were like the crazy friend because you were allowed to do everything, or they um, they didn't were they weren't aware of that? Like the the parents. You know what? A lot of my friends' parents were like always working, so I don't know if they were really oh, like okay. aware. Yeah, of that. yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You That's why that? we were always in the street. Yeah, yeah, doing whatever the fuck we wanted. Yeah, pinche calle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's me. Do you feel like any anyone treated you different yeah. because you were Asian growing up? I feel like, like probably like in elementary school because sure. Mexicans like to clown. Like if oh, you yeah. guys are familiar with Mexican culture, like they clown. They can be brutally clowning. It's just like a part of the culture, you know. So I'm just like, dang, were they brutal to you growing up? I feel like in elementary school, but I had the same friends since like elementary to middle school to high school, and like once I was like past middle school it's like i fucking know everybody so it's like you ain't, gonna cool make, girl. you ain't gonna make fun of me dude like come on you know who i am it's like i beat your ass <laughs> damn so what was your party crew name <laughs> <laughs> oh this is spicy it was called it was Since called. know everyone has <laughs> it was called hustler honeys it's just crazy. Like, Honestly, I didn't know she had a party crew name. I just asked her because I would think she would, you know? I knew you had, like, a nickname, right? Like, a, a nickname? So you guys were the Hustler Honeys, and who were you from the Hustler Honeys? I'm embarrassed. I can't say. <laughs> I can't say. 
<laughs> you know, I made peace with my past and I'm trying to move forward. Don't bring up my past when I'm growing. Okay, that's funny. Um, yeah, we luckily we didn't like we. I mean, I don't, we didn't have any, huh? Like any party crews names? No, we didn't have names, but we did have like a party. Damn, like, I never got group. a name. I was never blessed with the name, dude. Were you, <laughs> were you blessed? Were you people? Did you name yourself, or do people name you in those eras? Um. Well, think, my name, someone, both. yeah, I think both. Okay. Yeah, it just depends on like your personality, and but some most majority of the people would name themselves. Okay, so yeah, I remember like people put their party crew on their like MySpace, and then next like to their name, that era, and then like you figured out how to put little stars next to your name too. <laughs> so we used to because Hustler Honey's is H H, and there was like some some of us that were very thick in the crew, and they used to call us Hungry Hippos. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. shut up. Oh what the fuck? That's fucked up. I know. That's mean, huh? Now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do at the mean. time? You were just like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And what, bitch? And what, bitch? Yeah, I'm thick. <laughs> Damn. Did, so were you, oh, were you allowed to do like sleepovers and stuff? Oh, I yeah, was. You were, and your I friends were, huh? Um, so during my like super party crew days, um, my friend's mom, she was like, High key, like really ratchet. <laughs> like High key, low key. Like, uh, so her daughter like did whatever she wanted to. So I had a little group of people who we just did whatever the we group wanted. Group of vagas, but callejeras. <laughs> what does that mean? It means like, like vagas means you're always in the street, yeah. and then callejeras means you're always in the street too, but a different. But now, version. like reflecting as an adult, like the things that her mom did with us is kind of. Like you're like, damn. We all had that one parent, that one mom. Like, yeah, that one mom and the group of friends who like would party with us. And if you guys want to drink, I'd rather you guys drink here. Yeah, no? <laughs> she's like shots. I know. Like we're taking care of her. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm trying to think. I feel like that only happened. I, I don't think we had like a friend mom like that. But I remember we have we've been in instances where that is the case where you go to someone's party and their moms are turning up. I'm like, oh shit, okay, like in high school. But dang, dude. So how was that? It was wild. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dude, I would not. I don't have kids, but I mean, like as a parent, I wouldn't smoke weed with my daughter's homies or. <laughs> like go party with them or like hook up with guys that are their age like that's kind of weird yeah that is that's totally that's weird, weird right but you guys normalized it during that time yeah right? like damn she's cool damn yeah. but as an adult I'm like girl boundaries yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so would you say that you kind of had to like adapt to a different culture oh yeah yeah okay you know? yeah like yeah. how do you feel about that i feel like i always like try to fit in because it was like so different yeah and um I think that stems, like, into my people-pleasing a lot. Because yeah. trying to, like, be liked by other people. Yeah. And just being like, it's okay to, like, be you. You know, you're different. Yeah. You can yeah. have a variety of different things. You know, everyone's different. Yeah. And that's, Damn. like, accepting that. Yeah. And not trying to, like, mold myself into, like, a perfect, ideal person so that people can like me. Damn. Yeah. What about your family? Like, did they feel the same? Like, where did they oh, have yeah. to? Like, your siblings. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Good. Who is she? Good interviewer. Episode three, guys. <laughs> I'm getting there. Third time's the charm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like yeah. I feel like we all felt like that. 
because even like my brother talked about growing up how he used to get like made fun of or like being asian and he's like nah fuck that these bitches aren't gonna punk me anymore so like it turned him to like very tough and like yeah yeah, and um i mean you've met my my brother henry and he's he's like wild he's a good time he's like shows up and he's like hey where the heck are all the modelos like, yeah dude like her yeah. family is straight up like mexican but like vietnamese like straight up like her brothers are all tatted like they were fucking around the streets too like you know they they fucking fuck with a lot of mexican food and and everything you know like spanish like normally normal like more than a normal i think american vietnamese person would know you know like it's a trip yeah yeah, yeah we're all like very Latino vibes, <laughs> yeah. Latino vibes, baby. Yeah. Damn, that's such a trip, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trip out on you guys, and I'm just like, when I met her, I'm like, what? Like, what the fuck? That's so crazy. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, what the fuck? That's so dope. We have such a, like a different upbringing. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? That's such a trip. And like gardening is like very, very like big. Yeah. Um, to my parents and. I was just like, whatever about it until you came over and you're like, yeah. wow, this is like amazing. Yeah, her parents have like such a beautiful fucking garden. Like, oh my God, they have like all these fruits. It's so pretty. And like they tend it every day and like beautiful rose bushes. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm in a jungle right now. This is so dope. And you're just like, yeah, it is. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> like I want to like live here and just like sleep in your garden. Like what the heck? But yeah, dude, your parents get down. And it's crazy because Latino is really into gardening too because my mm-hmm. mom loves plants too so that's like that's just pretty dope too that they have that in common yeah Damn. so does your like mom did your mom cook a lot yeah my mom yeah did she kind of like start incorporating like mexican like dinners or no so my mom like till this day she's very like shelter traditional? yeah traditional roots. and like in her like she doesn't in her like, culture yeah in her culture and she doesn't really like know much about like other cultures yeah oh that's interesting your mom is like she's so dope okay helena told me this other story that her mom has like a best friend that like a neighbor best friend and she lives on her street and like her mom doesn't know english helena's mom doesn't know english and the other neighbor doesn't know vietnamese but they're like best friends and they like hang out together but they don't know like they speak they figured out like how to communicate through their own ways you know so like, yeah. how did that, when did you start seeing that? Like, how do they communicate? Yeah. Like, how is, how is that? So they've known them for like, like probably over 40 years and she'll come over to like check on my mom sometimes and, and my mom will like show her like these little Asian creams and be like, China, China. <laughs> <laughs> and I, they're just, and like they had um her husband, the neighbor's husband passed away like years ago and like they're black and they had like a family gathering and i look over and i'm like oh my gosh my little asian parents over there with all these people (laughs) at their family reunion and my mom doesn't even speak english so i have no idea how she's communicating (laughs) oh my god that's that's so so cute cute. so they just showed up your little asian like little parents just going over there hanging out yeah it's uh miss james so my mom calls her miss james miss james (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute yeah that's so cute and it's a trip too because so helena since she was the seven lucky number seven like her vietnamese is not as strong as her other siblings and then her mom doesn't know english so when she told me this i was like wait how do you guys communicate like how do you talk to your mom you know so how do you guys 
so i so remember i said like i always felt like embarrassed kind of like to be vietnamese because it's just yeah. all my friends look different so i kind of like shied away from that yeah, you didn't embrace your culture i feel like i went yeah. through that too yeah up. like i think i, I think we all went to that. be like yeah. mexican mm-hmm. you know because i wasn't around a bunch like everyone you know it was just so diverse especially like that. that middle school phase when everyone wants to get like those hollister and be like oh, oh Ryan yeah I remember, now. I remember that i remember that yeah <laughs> so yeah so how do you guys communicate i mean i can say like oh i'm hungry or i'm going to school i'm going to work like i can ask my mom like medical stuff too like oh did you check your blood sugar what was the number but like to have like a full-on conversation i don't think i can do that well you're going to yeah i'm going she's learning she's learning like more she's getting more fluent what about your dad my dad speaks english okay yeah so i usually talk to him in english and then he'll talk to me in vietnamese because I understand it more than I can speak it. Yeah. Dang, that's so dumb. That's interesting. Did you ever experience imposter syndrome? Oh, yeah. I, I'm experiencing it right now. <laughs> How so? Well, just like, um, so I have, I have a therapist and she talks about how like women and specifically women of color, we experience imposter syndrome a lot. And it's mm-hmm. like. You know, we're so used to seeing like these white males that are like superior. So when we are in like very big roles, we just feel like, oh, my God, I don't belong here. I'm not good enough. And I'm not smart enough. And the self-doubt voices are very loud sometimes. And it's like challenging to navigate through that. Do you feel like you experienced that like when you went to school, when you went to college? Or when did you notice that? I feel like... Yeah, like college and like work because I'm around like really, really smart people all the time and not like trying not to compare myself to them and like comparing myself to an expert. Like it it does something to your self-esteem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you navigate through those feelings? Um, I tell myself like that I'm exactly where I need to be that experts make things look really easy. Like I'm I'm new at a lot of things and that's okay and just like reminding myself of like how far i've come yeah because like we can get lost in the sauce of like oh i'm not good enough i'm not smart enough but then when i think about like damn bitch you got into a really competitive nursing program you got into a really competitive hospital Mm -hmm. you've like overcome really hard situations so you are more than enough you are more than smart enough you are more than fucking capable period exclamation mark hell yeah that's beautiful i'm so proud of you i feel like you're the first of many too like since you're like first generation vietnamese american like first to go to school uh first to go to college graduate like first of many you know so it's like something to also remind yourself of like fuck yeah i'm the first of everything of course it's gonna be difficult for me because it's like i'm the first one up in this bitch you know Yeah, yeah like Filling out the FAFSA application, I'm like, what? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. You don't even know what to do. You don't have anyone to help. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. My taxes? <laughs> like, fuck! What do I put here? Yeah. And the entire parents like, hey, can I get your taxes? And they don't even know what the fuck yeah. is going on. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, you're all just frustrated. Like, fuck this. Like, no one can help you with yeah. a lot of things. Like, applications for things. You're just mm-hmm. like, I just gotta figure it out. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I remember those days crazy so how's your nursing journey going oh she's a little rough but <laughs> yeah um i was like telling soma recently that just like you know i like it's i don't work at disneyland people are not happy no one wants to be at a hospital you know 
so i honestly remind myself that like yeah dude no one is like hell yeah i'm at the hospital <laughs> hospital oh, baby we're turning up yeah. <laughs> where the pain meds at <laughs> shots shots of medicine <laughs> for real so like there's like angry people and like people come at me sideways like all the time and i'm like i have to really take the time to pour into my own cup yeah because it's easy to drown when people are like coming at you sideways you have like family yelling at you you have doctors yelling at you um people that don't know how to like self-soothe and self-regulate their emotions and like i constantly tell myself you know like it sucks that the situation that they're in. So like be empathetic. And then that just like flips things for me, you know? And Helena's like a huge empath, like huge, you know? So I feel like she feels the emotions even like stronger, you know? And I feel like that's really beautiful to be an empath when you're a nurse, because like in those, in those settings, like sometimes I've had bad experiences where like, you can tell this person hates their job, you know? So, like, I feel like that's a great quality to have, but it's also harder on you as a person. Yeah. Like, it's great for the person, like, the consumer or the client or whatever who's there to have you as a nurse, as an empath. But it's also, it's, like, uh, it's like opposite for you because now it's, like, but you have to navigate how to not take shit personal, how to, like, like distance yourself from the, from the patient. And, like, it's just, like, you know, it's great for them, but then it, can, it, it teaches you to be, like, center yourself more yeah and like taking not taking things personal like um that's something that i always tell myself like no matter how someone's treating you don't give them the power to allow them to change who you are and Mm -hmm. like change your character just because Mm -hmm. they're like you're feeling bothered yeah Yeah, preach it sister like when we went to um the event and the uber driver was so rude to me yeah so we went to (laughs) we went to this cool healing event like we literally were on our way to a healing event So just like somewhere where they were like, it's called a uh, glow. What is it called? Uh, Dharma glow. Dharma glow. Shout out to Dharma glow. It was like fucking dope ass experience. But yeah, um, we went and we were going to go get healed. <laughs> we were all in the car ready to meditate and breathe and like, uh, no, we weren't, we weren't tripping yet. But so we go and then we get in the Uber and he fucking hates us like right away. Like we're just like, hey. And then what he's saying, like, he was just he like, was, he was mad. He's like, you should have been here because like, they don't pay me to wait for you for five minutes. So next time, like, be ready right here. Oh, yeah, it was, no. it was really awkward. Um, I was just like, I am not like Helena's like really good at like trying to center herself faster. Like, I feel like if someone's mean to me like that, I just don't want to talk to them anymore. I'm like, mm, whatever. Fuck. So I was just quiet. I was just like rolling my eyes like, Ugh whatever fuck this will you know but like then like midway in the in the in the ride we're like in the ride still and i'm still like annoyed because i just get it i just it's hard for me to get back to like okay i'm great fuck this guy if he's still next to me like if the energy is still next to me and i'm just still in that attitude so i'm like okay i'm not engaging i'm cutting myself off not engaging with anyone in this car until i'm not this bitch but like as we're driving the guy's like after he like told us all that shit i can't a lot and then he's like oh so how are you, what are you guys doing today? How's it going? I was like, oh, hell no, bitch. I cannot three fucking, I cannot flip this 360 right now. I'm still pissed. But like, I think Helena was just like, oh yeah, we're going to an event. And she was like so nice. I'm like, oh dang, that, that, that takes skills, baby. Like, uh-uh. Like, yeah. So I just like really admire her about like, she has that good skill to just like be like, okay. And then just be nice to him, even though he was just a douche to us. But then he ended up being like nice. But I mean, after that, after a while, then I reflect, I'm like, oh, he's probably having a shitty day. He has to pick everyone up and, you know, and then I get it after, but she's like, 
the time period that she was able to respond to him very nicely after being yelled at like i was just like whoa dude that's his fucking skill right there like <laughs> shit not me baby but i'm working on it i'm working on it yeah it, it it's it is a skill and just like yeah he just yelled at me i was like i was like so how's your day going like you should come to the healing event with us yeah she <laughs> told him that and everybody was tripping out like wait Am I tripping that he was rude? Yeah. I'm like, oh no, he was rude. He okay, was. yeah, because we get off the car and like, I'm just like, damn, maybe I am tripping. <laughs> maybe he wasn't rude and I just took it like that. And I'm like, and I told, I was talking to him, I'm like, damn, so much. You're like, you tripped too much. Like, he probably wasn't even rude because everyone was still talking to him in the car after, you know? So I'm like, damn, you're fuck, you're probably an angry bitch or something at the moment. And then I was just like, it got brought up. I'm like, hey, was that? And then you're like, oh yeah, no, for sure he was rude. I'm like, oh, okay, sound normal, okay. Cause I'm like, uh, I'm like, dang, dude. That's when I'm like, damn, this bitch got some skills. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that day was funny. Would you say that that like comes from like being Buddhist, like practicing so, Buddhism, like you know, just being so centered and like you know, um, I guess spiritual. I guess uh, not spiritual understanding. Um, so I honestly like don't know much about Buddhism. I'm not gonna lie, um, but I think that just comes from like me myself because yeah. I know like the situation isn't gonna get better if I start getting angry, start getting loud, things like that. That's crazy that you can understand that because like me, like I can't take a second to think about it. I react right away. I don't know if it's like because of my culture. You know, mm -hmm. but like I can't really pr like once something's happening, I'm going to react to it, and it's not necessarily like the best thing to do. Um, but that's just that's just how I was always brought up. You know, like reaction, reaction. It was never like okay, let's calmly talk about something. Like, yeah. I think it's something you worked you worked at, right? Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe you don't think it has anything to do with Buddhism because she didn't practice Buddhism growing up because she was with all her fucking Mexican friends. Um, but maybe do you think like maybe your mom's parenting? Because I know it also comes from like we've been doing a lot of like self evaluation, self healing. But I feel do you think there's a little aspect of that of how your mom raised you or how was she a re reactionary parent or how was she like growing up? So my mom, like, yeah, she reacts. Like, okay. she, like, I have to tell her, like, mom, like, why are you yelling? Okay. So oh, then, uh, yeah, so then it probably didn't come from that. Yeah, <laughs> my, my parents are, like, very anxious people. They react. Okay. I'm like, dude, chill. Come <laughs> down. Calm down. So I think it's just, like, me, like, working on myself. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, like, realizing it. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Damn, kudos to you, because that's hard. It is. Like, I was... <laughs> Am I allowed to share like nursing experience? Yeah, it's kind I mean, of like, I mean, sorry guys if you guys, this is a little warning, but um, I had a patient that was like, You're so goddamn fucking annoying. Don't fucking annoy me right now. And it's like the beginning of my shift, and I'm like, Damn, I have to be with this food for 12 hours. So, you know, I'm gonna have the best day that I possibly can. So, I was like, Hi, Terry. Do you still want that suppository? And um, so that you can have a bowel movement so you could feel a little bit better. And he was nice to me the rest of the day. Yeah. I feel like if you like react in a nice mm -hmm. mood, maybe they'll like get it or something. Like I always tell you because every time you tell me those stories, I'm like, Helena, you need to stand up for yourself. Like blah, blah, <laughs> yeah, blah. See? I always tell her that, right? But I love the way she is. And then like maybe like the next day she'll be like, Hey, well they ended up apologizing. I'm like, damn, maybe I'm just like maybe she's doing she's doing everything <laughs> yeah, great, you know? That's, that's what I'm I just mean. thinking like as a friend, because I love her. I don't want her to have those feelings, but 
she's perfect the way she is. So I feel like you are doing it right because you do get like, uh, they usually always apologize yeah, to you. you like know? very like high ego, angry people. They yeah. were like, hey, just want to like say sorry about yeah. like being very mean to you like yeah. you know, i just took out my anger out on you yeah yeah but see that's what i mean like standing up for yourself like just being i feel like if someone did pass the line to a point she you would stand up for yourself i feel like i've seen you do it before yeah but she's like very centered yeah grounded grounded's the great word yeah grounded. i feel like it's like i mean it's different if like someone's like physically attacking me or something like that but if someone's just angry because of the situation that they're in like that i'm just like okay like, like be empathetic and you know yeah and i feel like you're also quick to stand up for others too oh yeah yeah because i've seen you like you oh, you're such a people person I, it's so cute people person people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah how are you girls i want to hear some stuff about you girls too um i mean i'm good what do you We're mean good. yeah i mean you know this is a new journey that we're both really excited and we've been having a lot of fun doing it. Um, there's been a lot of learning opportunities. There's been a lot of like, you know, times where we're just like, oh, fuck this shit. Like, why are we even doing this? But then like we think about it and we're like, you know, like this is really fun. Like overall, after all the stress and once we get it down, like and we learn something new, we're just like, oh, OK, like it's doable. Like we just need to be patient and, you know, like maybe take some some, some tips, from, tips you. from you on how well, to I mean, like- I do. I do take tips from you. <laughs> just a tip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, so before a, like a work shift, I have this whole thing that I do. What like do you do? I smell like essential oils and I just tell myself, like I close my eyes and I tell myself, like, I'm so grateful to be here right now at this very moment because before this is like where I really wanted to be and opportunities present themselves for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like you are divinely guided. Like you would not be put in situations that you cannot handle. You have so many resources and help and it's okay to ask for help and just take the time to be a vessel to heal, help heal the people in your community because it's exactly why you're here. And just like that mindset starts the day. Like, and I'm just like, Breathe in love and then release like anxiety, fear, self-doubt, anger. Like you are exactly where you need to be. And I'm so proud of you. And just starting your day like that. Yeah. And it's like really helpful because, you know, it can get chaotic at times. And if you don't fill your own cup, sorry, it's time to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, everyone. Reminder to wake up. No, it's okay. I keep going. Yeah, like those are some like helpful tips. And just like I listen to so many different podcasts and like moving your body, going mm-hmm. out in nature, reaching out to people. Yeah. Um, those are all very helpful tips because it's easy to get lost in the sauce, in the uh, rabbit hole. Yeah. Even when you're like on a self-healing journey, like you could even get lost too, you know? Like I mm-hmm. called Helena like, when did I call you last week? I was like all tripping out about like filming and I was like all stressed out and like she calmed me down. We cried a little bit <laughs> and then she calmed me down and then I was like, all right, I'm ready to do this, you know? So I feel like having those people around you that can like center you too. I mean, obviously you get the skill to center yourself, but I also like like having people that I can reach out to that can be like, no, you know, think about it this way. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right, you know? I feel like that's really important. So how long have you been in your spiritual journey? Because I feel like it's been, you guys just started, right? Or has it been a while already? It's been a process, right? Like it went through a lot of like, well, okay. So how did it start? 
So how me? So me and Helena, we are like really close, like really, really close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel sometimes we like can talk to each other like telepathically. We probably have, huh? Like. <laughs> We're just we go and we like and it's crazy because our lives we go through the same shit. It's such it's such a trip. But anyways, we met. Um, this is, we met because our boyfriends are best friends, and one time they took us out to eat somewhere like fancy, and we didn't know each other yet. And I fucking okay, so we're we're getting ready to order or whatever, and then she pulls like she looks in her bag and she fucking pulls a bag of hot Cheetos out, and I'm like, what the fuck this bitch because i had a hot cheeto addiction so i was like are those hot cheetos and she's like oh yeah i'm like can i have some and then she's like yeah here so we're like literally at this fancy restaurant fucking eating hot cheetos <laughs> and like that's how we first met and then after that we would just go to raves together because our boyfriends they they're djs slash producers they like that music so we would go raving all the time and like then they just like we grew a bond from there and like we were like partying, raving, turning up, and then we went through like, you know, a spiritual journey, and then we went through a lot of crazy turns in our lives. We grieved together and grew, and like, it's just like, that's how it flourished, and I feel like it was like a journey, because we went through it together. Every, every step of the way, we were always like together go- going through this journey. It's like crazy. Yeah, like a lot of really big, pivotal moments were like, together. Yeah, school fucking everything yeah. right like, like all these little challenges nursing. yeah like your nursing journey too like when you first started like mm-hmm. yeah because so she was an lvn you went lvn before right yeah and you went to like a for-profit school and then like you started from scratch to become a nurse right yeah so she like went back to school and like started from scratch and like i was already in school so it's like everything studying everything everything mm-hmm. so i feel like that's how it started but how's it going it's it's going good and like i want to bring up um so i used to send someone like laundrell music and i was like damn she never like comments on it yes okay so we <laughs> like this artist named laundrell and like we love him a lot you guys should look him up but yeah continue just so they know what you're talking about and i was just like she like she's probably not listening because i know you would comment yeah or reply back if you were like listening and then i don't remember like out of nowhere you're like hey i listen to the music that you sent me <laughs> hey i listened to the music you sent me like three years ago it's really dope <laughs> And I feel like Laundrell has like a big part in our our growth yeah, and healing too. Because yeah. his music is like very powerful and the things that he's been through, it just makes me realize like, damn, like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And I feel like and I'm in a shitty mood, I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna put Laundrell on and I feel like brings me back up. I'm like, okay, fuck it, I could do this. Like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been like a big part of it too. Oh, that makes me really happy that you guys have that, like you guys are able to express yourselves in that matter. Because, like, for me, it was always, like, okay, you got to bottle up your emotions and just mm-hmm. kind of, like, keep them in until it... I mean, sometimes I have my moments where I just want to, like, blah, like, you know, throw it all out there. But it's just, like, I just I just don't know how. Like, Yeah, I feel like um, I was like that growing up because I feel like because we grew up in, like, a Mexican household and it's just, like, you don't really show emotions a lot. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean... Hold on, I'm just gonna. Can you check? Um, I need to check something, something. Hold on, guys. Okay, yeah, it's good. Anyways, back to what we were doing. Yeah, so we. I feel like because we grew up in a Mexican household with single moms, and they're so tough. Like, it made us kind of not show an emo- our emotions a lot. And then I also grew up with brothers too, so I feel like I used to be like that. I used to be like I couldn't be vulnerable. 
and I couldn't like express myself a lot but it like took like a lot of healing some psychedelics and um friendships <laughs> just throw that in there but I feel like I learned through Helena too because before I was not able to show my emotions and now like we cry all the time together you know and I feel like Edna she's gonna fucking start doing that too you'll see you'll see but yeah it is it is a process because like you're just like uh, it's awkward it's awkward to to like show people how you feel and you're just like uh this isn't i don't know but i feel like it's also a strength to be vulnerable even though it feels like a weakness because we're taught it was like a a weakness you know Mm -hmm. it just feels so weird like i don't know talking about stuff and then like like i don't know every time i want to cry like i just can't i'm just like like fighting it like no like stay in there like you know don't yeah yeah so i don't know it's just nice to hear that you know there are people who can help you know Mm -hmm. guide you or be there for you or Mm -hmm. whatever show you how it's not that bad yeah yeah mm -hmm. i can relate even when i would like watch movies and it was like a sad movie like i wouldn't cry i'm like no fuck that everyone's (laughs) gonna see me cry like i need to have these (laughs) fucking tears i'm like (laughs) i just turn this way like oh my god <laughs> something blue in your eye right i'm like okay, i'll go to the bathroom really quick and just be like oh, in the bathroom and come back <laughs> yeah the movie was like whatever's yeah oh, so right. what? they passed away oh okay not cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah what else you want to watch you're like i don't know but i can that's how i used to be too and then I'm, i just got comfortable but it's still a work in progress because sometimes i just feel like I, I bottle up again it's like even if you get to the point where you could show emotions sometimes like through time you get like thick skinned again and then you still don't want to show emotions it's like a constant breaking that part of you you know mm-hmm. so that's how i feel about it yeah it's like you've gone this far doing a certain something that you've been doing like your whole life so it, mm-hmm. it feels like a little not a little like very challenging uncomfortable and it's very uncomfortable and like telling yourself because you're taught that it's a weakness right but i see it as a strength because it's so like uncomfortable to show others how you're feeling so it takes like courage and strength to be like dude i'm not okay or i feel sad so i'm gonna like physically cry or things like that and that takes a lot of courage yeah Yeah. because it's easy to be like i'm cool yeah we good baby yeah let's keep on going baby it's like a coping mechanism that we learned uh because we grew up in like survival mode so it it was i feel like it was beneficial for the life that we lived you know like our childhood and our stuff it was beneficial i mean just because it got us through what we needed to get through but i feel like eventually you kind of have to address it like it's not going to be like we're not always we're not even in survival mode anymore so it's like now it's maybe something that we can work on and like get out of that mentality um, because we probably just like adapted it from like our parents and then we took it on and then it's just like keeps going and it stops here because then if you ever do choose to have kids like you're not gonna hopefully you don't instill that in your kids and mm-hmm. you're like you can be vulnerable with your kids and show your kids love so then they know what it is to receive that because you know since we grew up with like people who were really strong and it was uncomfortable to like say like oh i love you or stuff like that it's like Ugh! sometimes i still feel weird saying that but like you know it's like a work in progress you know yeah i think it has a lot to do with that too because like growing up i like i don't we in our household we never we would never t- tell each other we loved each other mm-hmm. like we didn't grow up like that like our i didn't have a relationship with my mom like it was just i don't know it was just weird i guess and until recently like now as an adult like w- you know we were always calling each other and 
we're always like sharing with each other our feelings and stuff. I mean, like not not to an extent where it's like deep and emotional level, but it's like now like we're comfortable saying, oh, you know, I love you. I miss you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've kind of grown within that yeah. aspect, but it's still like I think I have a lot of like childhood trauma mm -hmm. that has prevented me from opening fully up. expressing myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's dope. Mm -hmm. but I mean, just you even you even being aware of that mm -hmm. is already like you're headed towards like healing and growth because you're aware of it. Like some people are not even aware of why they are the way they are. But the fact that you can connect the dots, like I feel like that's already like a big step, you know? But yeah. yeah. Well, it took mm -hmm. a while, but like now I'm starting to realize it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's dope. I feel like, yeah. Like, how do you how do you talk to yourself? I don't, I don't really think I do. Like, in what sense? Like, because, um, like, I know a lot of people who've been through, like, childhood traumas. Like, they, they're, like, very mean to themselves. And it's, like, talk to yourself like how you would talk to a child, that wounded child. Like, you're okay, you're smart, you're safe, things like that. Because some people can just be like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, I'm stupid. I can't do this. When they've yeah, been so, hurt so much. Yeah, so I, I used to do that a lot. Like, I used to be very negative with myself. And then, like, recently, like, I started doing that, like, no, like, you're okay, like, you know, be grateful for the little things, like, people are going through worse. So I kind of started picking on, up on that, and that's been helping me a lot more. Yeah. So when, so when you hear the voice in your head, like, you're, you're working, you're, like, noticing how you're talking to yourself yeah. now? Yeah. Like, now I'm starting to. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do that, too. I'm like, chill, chill, chill. Like, even coming over here today, I was, I missed, I think I was, like, dancing. I was dancing. I was getting down. And then I missed, like, an exit. And, like, I'm weird with, like, I want to always be somewhere, like, on time. Like, oh, fuck, I'm late. I'm late. And then I was just like, oh, fuck, you missed the exit. What the fuck? And then I was like, no, wait, so much. Chill. Calm down. It's no biggie. Look at you. You got here. You're already here. Like, why are you even going to talk to yourself like that? Like, chill. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, bitch. Chill, chill. You know? Like catch, catching yourself a lot of the time. You're like, fuck. That's funny. I miss my exit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was eight like, minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> I was vibing, yo. I was like, hell yeah. I was in Tulandra. I was like, yeah, you fucking right, bitch. And I was like, oh, fuck. I missed the exit. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I mean, we're here, you know. Yeah, you weren't late. Awkward. You were on time. Like, You're exactly when you needed to be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah so but that's a good tip like for everyone you know like when you're just feeling so negative about yourself like i don't know think about the positives in your life think about you know how other people might be going through worse i mean never compare yourself to other people but like just i don't know find a way to be happy and positive get your mind right because once you start being very negative with yourself like that's That can take that can take you to a really bad place. Mm -hmm. Your self talk, yeah. yeah. Um, so gratitude is like a very high vibrational energy wave, and like guilt, um, anger, things like that are very very low vibes. Mm -hmm. So even like the way you talk to yourself and like reframing the way you say things, like for example, like oh I'm so broke, like changing that into like maybe like oh I'm on a budget, yeah, but I'm, I'm on a budget to achieve x and x y and z mm -hmm. you know or like i hate my body instead of like 
you know what? I like my ears. They they help me hear. Like I can hear my friends talk right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Thanks that's yeah. cute. Yeah. I was going to say something right now. I just zoned out because I was started listening to you. No, I forgot. <laughs> I was going to make a note of something you were saying like that when you like self-talk. But it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Yeah. So what do you like to do for fun? Like, I know you're like this smart. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you're nursing. You got to be smart, right? Hey, like, you watch yourself talk, Alina. How do I do react <laughs> like that? <laughs> I know that's I I gotta get better at like receiving compliments. No, yeah, me too. I get yeah. like awkward. I'm I like, know. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> or you like, oh, you too. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, yeah. She told me she was gonna ask you that question, like what you do for fun, and I was just like, um, <laughs> um you know what? I don't snack, know. <laughs> snack yeah. and sleep. I'm like, I already know what she's gonna say. You know, like nature yeah vibes. we like um, to camp camping oh yeah camping camping's really fun going on trip like i love going on trips like if i oh can just God. do that for a living yeah. i mean who wouldn't but maybe you could be a travel nurse oh yeah, yeah that's a thing dope. that'd be dope yeah. to make a lot of um, money yeah they do actually yeah we had like some crazy like when we've gone camping we had like some crazy first times camping too like we i didn't really camp a lot but when we first camped like i had like my first um poop in a hole experience and i was just like hell yeah like oh my god i pooped in nature <laughs> and then like italina came with me one time and like she had her first i was like you could do it you could do it and she did and she's like oh hell yeah but you know we dig it up it's like we do it the right way guys okay but yeah i was just like we had a lot of nature first times like that <laughs> like where we have like cool experiences oh my god one of our dopest times is when we hiked the pine lakes Oh yeah, yeah, oh, man. Like, dude, that trip was so dope. Like, I honestly, I quit. Like, how many minutes in? We were like probably like, <laughs> okay, I want to say sorry so much. Like, probably like five minutes in. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I know. So not- if if you guys haven't heard the last episode, she kind of explains about her trip to the Pine Lakes, and she made it seem like she like lasted, you know? No, we did after so at first. Um, I'm not very active, right? <laughs> so we go camping, and my brother's like super like active. It's like, oh, come on, sister, let's go. I'm like, chill, bro. Like when we go to Mexico, like this one wants to walk everywhere. I'm like, bitch, get a taxi or get an Uber. Like he's like, let's just walk there. It's only 20 miles. <laughs> I'm like, Kevin, no, bitch. Like, anyways, side <laughs> sidetracked. But anyway, so we go to we go to this nature thing, and um, yeah, like the the way up was like, oh hell, bitch, you're like going like, uh, and I'm carrying my son Stanley right here, my little baby, um, and we're going up, and it's just like so hard going up, like four minutes, and I was already sweating. I was like, I look, Kevin's like all my brother, he's like all the way ahead. <laughs> me and Helena, she's staying with me. We're like right there, and I was like, Kevin. Hey, we're like, we're turning back. We quit. And he's like, already? Like, we haven't even started the hike. Like, literally just like on the trail to start the hike. I was like, yeah, no, fuck that. We're turning back. Like, uh-uh. Like, and I'm like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, let's go. And then Helena's like, hey, well, why don't we just like take breaks? Like, let's take as many breaks as you need. Let's see how far you can go. I was like, oh, okay, fuck. So we go. 
we go and then like every like literally took a break like every five minutes or every 10 minutes we took a break we chat we chilled we're eating so at this point kevin already thinks i quit we quit because i was like no fuck that we're going back like <laughs> hell no i'm like all pissed and then fucking we get there like little little and then like you know we're we're like a mile in and then we're like two miles in. And we're like fuck yeah dude we're fucking dope ass bitches and we're like doing it and every time we'd ask someone i feel we learned a trick that hikers do and i'm about to tell you guys a secret every time you ask someone when you're hiking on their way on their way back they're like hey you're almost there yeah you guys are close you guys are almost there and we're like oh fuck yeah we're almost there fucking two miles later i'm like that motherfucker lied to us <laughs> and then like we asked someone else yeah i know you're like a mile around you guys are almost there and i'm like oh hell yeah you know we're almost there hell yeah now let's take a break we'll go and then like three miles in we're not there yet bitch these motherfuckers kept lying to us and i just i've feel like i read somewhere like that's on purpose like to for you to keep going or something i don't know but like we had like four people lie to us <laughs> but because of their lies i mean i'm glad they didn't tell us like no you have like six miles left or like because this was like a 50 mile hike right yeah it was like five hours later yeah it was we got there like in five hours like it, and you know it was dope once like when, when you get there it's like super like as as we're like four miles in i'm just like okay fuck it we could do this it looks so beautiful alice in wonderland vibes like it's, it's just like it's a beautiful waterfalls and then like more hours go by and then like five hours and then when you're already like five hours in you're like okay i already i'm not gonna go back five hours so might as well just keep going forward like what the fuck and then we like made it we fucking made it we saw the first lake so you get like five no you get like how many miles there's five lakes but we saw three yeah so we like you i think it's like i don't know like 10 miles in to see the first lake or how many miles it's something crazy like that. yeah it's like 10 50 miles in i don't know it's called pine lakes and like you're in you see the first lake you're like oh my god is that fucking water <gasps> oh my god bitch we made it and like we took a bunch of pictures i was just like oh my god like what the fuck we could do it we could do anything in life like hell yeah and then we made it to the second lake they made it to the third and then we, we were going to the third lake we see my brother and then i go and i surprise him I'm like hey he's like wait what the hell i thought you guys quit a long time ago i was like oh yeah we ended up making it he's like what the fuck and he was like all tripping out and we made it we saw him there and like we had like a really dope time and like and after that trip like we were like so determined to like do some more like positive changes in our lives and we did we were like that's when we started gymming like twice a week and we're like meeting up and we're just like hell yeah and like it was dope so if you want like a super dope high where you're just like feeling so great you should go camping and be in nature and do something that like is really challenging to you mm -hmm. because that was really challenging for me because yeah, I fucking quit like five minutes in like this bitch she's probably being nice I'd probably quit sooner huh <laughs> I probably quit sooner she's being nice and another thing that we did okay we challenged ourselves a lot so we did that and then this is glacier water so we challenged ourselves to go into the water and oh, i don't no. do cold i don't do cold it's water i do not do cold water i don't know if i mentioned that before but i don't fucking do cold water and we just went all the way in and like i'm just like she has a video of me screaming i'm literally like yelling at the top of my lungs like <sighs> like crazy like covering my mouth screaming i fucking went all the way in and i was like oh my god i can't believe i did that i never thought that i could do that like i know it, doesn't, it sounds like so easy but i never fucking thought that i could do that and then helena she can't swim so she like we challenged her to jump in the lake and like my friends were gonna catch her and, my, and like my homies are like yeah we'll catch you we'll catch you and then she's like no i can't i'm like dude do it do it well there's three people here they're gonna fucking catch you and she's like all right and she jumped in and then she's like dog pedaling and she's like oh shit and then she did it like how many more times did you do it after I that it. i think like one more yeah she did it like wow. more times i was like oh my god so like you know we we're just so like high on the fact that we 
did something that really fucking scares us or that we never envisioned ourselves doing. So then it made us think like, dude, like we can do anything because like we shouldn't let like the way that we view ourselves or what we're capable of doing, like stop us from like doing shit like we never even thought we could do, you know? So we were just like eager to do a bunch of shit that we never thought we could do after that trip. So it was really good. Yeah, it was like a really dope natural high and like yeah. it's literally like sometimes it's just you versus you yeah it's all most of the time you versus you yeah. it's like am i gonna let my brain bitch me right now uh-huh i know i, was, I, was I know i've had experiences know. like that too and how did you navigate through those well like moments? same it's just like i can't let the fear of not of not doing something prevent me from doing something so it's like and i can't go through life um i can't go through life being afraid and I need to, you know, face my challenges. Like that's how you grow as a person. So it was like I'm I'm afraid of heights. So um we have this friend who's a pilot and he he has like these little like jets, like these little two seater like jets. Yeah. And um yeah, one time they invited me to like do a flight with them and I was just like not down. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. hell no, I'm not down. Not this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, no, hell no, I'm not down. Like and then last second, like, they convinced me and I was like, all right, then fuck it. Like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And then my whole way there, I'm just like, like biting, like my, my, I'm digging my nails into my skin. Like oh my I'm cringing my teeth. Your, like, toe, I'm just, your toenails are yeah. all, <laughs> your ass cheeks are all tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Like, and then I like, um, I was talking to my friend and then he was he's also afraid of heights and he was like no nah, bitch like don't do that shit like hell no like what if something happens oh, you know nah, that little voice in your shoulder yeah but it was my friend that yeah, was yeah. like you know telling me like oh hell no like don't do that shit like i wouldn't do that shit like and then i was like well why not you know like why why are we gonna prevent ourselves from experiencing this just because we're afraid and it's like no so then i started thinking i'm like no like you're a badass bitch. Like, no, like you get your ass in that little ass plane and you fly over L.A. County and you see the beautiful view that you're about to see. Like, just fucking keep clenching your butt cheeks and just jump on that plane. Like, and I did, you Clench know, like cheeks, baby. at takeoff, I was I was really scared. But once I was in the air and like we were just floating in sky, in the sky and you can see how beautiful everything looks and you're just like wow like i was going to miss out on this because of my fear but now i'm up here i'm in, i'm in the sky i'm pretty high so what's up where you at fear damn that's what's up i didn't even know that story that's dope yeah it was really scary though not gonna lie like you could feel everything in those little jets like (laughs) yeah i'd be fucking scared too fuck but it was really fun it was really fun and i'm glad i did it and so now like that's kind of my motto like i can't go through life not experiencing things just because i'm afraid of them so i mean if i fuck up i fuck up if something happens then i learn from it but that's just how it is like you just can't go through life in fear or being afraid to challenge yourself because oh yeah that's what i really admire about edna like she's a down ass bitch like she's down like she started her businesses too and like i don't know just like she's always down like if you tell her like hey you want to do this like she's like all right fuck it let's do it you know and like that's good to have someone like that in your life that's just like fuck it i'm down you know if you're down i'm done yeah yeah that's kind of how i am I'm just like yeah. all right if you're down like i'm down let's do it like why not you know 
Hell okay. yeah, that's like a really dope way to look at life because it's like, I feel like a lot of people work to get to that mindset. Like even me, it's like, I scare myself out of a lot of stuff all the time, like that fucking voice in your head. And like for you to have like that mentality, you just be like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do it. Like, that's really dope. Yeah, it's a yeah. Actually, I feel like I've always been that way, like mm-hmm. just very daring, just very like fucking mentality. Like, let's do it. Um, and then I guess I'll face the consequences after, but it, it hasn't been bad. Like, yeah, it's no, been like really a good. dope mentality to have. Yeah. yeah. Like very successful people are like that. Yeah. Are, yeah. Have this like personality trait or life trait actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get to the top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you are on the top, baby. Helicopter. Hashtag helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause, um. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say something right now that had to do with you being on top, on top, helicopter. Okay, I don't know. I'll come to me right now. Um, yeah, so um, I met Helena actually through like raving. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So she's a fun time. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> when did we um, meet? Oh, yeah, when did you guys meet? I think it was, um, I think I was at Escape one year. <gasps> Twerk team. Yeah. <laughs> leg day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because you were like come on bitch just twerk it's leg day <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were like leg day leg day leg day yeah fuck i don't remember that was i there yeah, yeah I you were. Were. <laughs> you were. i don't remember some of those <laughs> some of those raves <laughs> yeah and like i'm a type of person to go off of like first impressions and like vibes and just like how like if I meet someone and how I interact with them and how I feel about them at that moment like that's either going to tell me if we're going to be friends or if we're just going to be acquaintances or if that was just like a one-time deal and like ever since like I met Helen I was just like oh wow like this girl has some really good energy like she's dope you know and like I known her boyfriend for for a long time I went to middle school with him so I was just like, and he's also a really dope guy. So I'm just like, okay, like, that makes sense. Like, you know, that they're yeah, together and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and I'm like thankful that I met her, you know, because like, she's she's a really good person overall. She has a good heart. You know, she cares about people. And um, I don't know. I just feel like you, you need those types of people in your life to like, you know, help you have a heart, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. How long have you been with your boyfriend? Next Saturday on the 14th, it's going to be eight years. <gasps> oh, my God. Congratulations. How'd so, you guys meet? Yeah. <laughs> we met at, um, like, a kickback. It was... <laughs> oh, do people still call them kickbacks? <laughs> yeah. We still do. Okay, there's this thing called a kickback. A hangout. It's, like, not a party, but it's not, like, just homies either. <laughs> it's a little in between. And um, so I was, like, standing next to his beer and then like he i think he said like oh excuse me like i'm trying to get one of my beers move bitch <laughs> he fucking socked me in the face <laughs> and i found love and it was love love at first sight i'm just kidding uh-huh. first sock <laughs> and he hit me literally <laughs> that i was in love i'm just kidding and then he it was his turn to play beer pong so he's like oh do you want to be my partner and i was like no i suck he's like dude you shouldn't be negative about yourself Damn, that's Damn. where it started that's where it started like, oh keep talking positive to me <laughs> <laughs> and then we've been together since oh that's super that's cute. Really cute so eight years huh like do you guys plan on getting married <laughs> hi Gio. i know you're watching <laughs> 
<laughs> so before, like, I we weren't down, but then, like, I feel like I... <laughs> He's going to make fun of me. I want to get married now, but he doesn't, which I totally understand because we both started from like the same perspective. Yeah, I didn't even know you changed your mind on that. Ever since I've known her, sorry. <laughs> but oh, I just I just hit enough. We just headbutted each other. Um, ever since I've known you guys together, um, you weren't down to get married. Okay, so this is so a- what was the mentality shift? How do you view it now? Blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Okay, this is like really lame, but I just really want to like ask bride, like my friends to be my bridesmaid and make them like really cute boxes. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. But that's like the reason why. Is that be- is it because you've been going to a lot of weddings that change? My camera put that in your head or what do you think? I just feel like I am very like thoughtful and creative and I know I can make really dope boxes. For my so she just wants to get married, not because of her man, but because of- she wants to make dope boxes for her friends. <laughs> Yeah, and Gio knows this too. He's like, okay, we'll just get married so you can make your stupid little boxes for your friends. Oh, that's so cute. I feel like I was like that too growing up. Like, I never had the mentality that I wanted to get married or have kids. But, like, you hit a certain point in your life where you're, you have, you like start thinking about those things. Like, wow, like maybe I do want a partner. Maybe I do want to get married. I don't know. It's just it's just weird because and it's like now that I'm at the point of my life and my age, it's just like it's always being brought up like, oh, so when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? You know, and it's just like, well, for me, it's not really like there's no time frame for that. You get me like mm-hmm. you feel how you feel and it'll happen when it'll happen. But it's just like I also had that mentality shift like, oh, maybe I do want to get married someday, like maybe with the right partner. Well, yeah, I feel like in this society, uh, people and I mean, it's not bad or it's not wrong or right, but people usually equate like m- marriage to like having a partner that you're with forever. And like, obviously, duh, that's like the meaning of marriage for people. But I mean, like, you don't necessarily have to go through that like governmental aspect of it. I mean, that's how I, I used to like I would view it, you know, because there's like you can just have like a ceremony and just have your friends and like, you know, you can still be because that's how you guys viewed it before. Right. Is that how Gio views it? Yeah, it just feels like it's, like, unnecessary. Like, a lot of extra unnecessary Like, spending stuff. and, mm-hmm. like, get, you know, getting the government involved in your union. And I like mean, that. like, that that has to do with it. But it's because recently I've been hearing people who um, are together, but they're not married. And there's been situation, like, health situations where they aren't married. So they can't make decisions for one another. Yeah, I mean, I feel me? like in some states, it's you, you, if you've been with them for a certain a period of time, you're like, you well, can do it. I, recently, like I've like talked to some people who've been together forever, and like they they weren't allowed to make certain decisions, mm. and it went to like the parents, like mm-hmm. the parents were the ones that needed to make the decisions, and then even when they say like, oh, family only, like it's literally family only, like you're not family, you're. Mm. You get me? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I like uh, when I was a student in the ICU, oh, yeah, you a like lot of the hospital. So tell oh, us. Yeah, a tell lot us. of like crazy stories like that. It's like this fool is like on his deathbed and it's like he's he was married to someone, but they haven't been together for like years. But then he has a new girlfriend who's mm-hmm. been present, but she can't say anything. So technically, it's the yeah. wife who hasn't been there in years. Shut to up. You saw that before? Yeah, it, it gets messy. Yeah. It's so Damn. messy. But he's already married to someone. Yeah, yeah. that hasn't like they haven't Damn. been like together. So they didn't get a divorce. They didn't get a divorce. And like Damn. she gets to call the shots or like just like ex-wives 
come like to call mm-hmm. shots yeah. it's just like very very weird that's yeah crazy. so i've been hearing a lot of that so, so that's, it's just that's like, what changed your mindset on it um yeah at, at some point that has something to do with it but it was also like oh you know well, i would like to experience what that would be like there was a question that i don't know who i don't know if you asked me or someone asked me and it was just like what would if you had if someone told you you have this many days to live or this many like you were gonna die three years later Mm -hmm. like what is one thing that you would want to go through life experiencing Mm -hmm. and for me was like oh well maybe like having a kid but then I thought about it and I was like hell no I don't wouldn't want to have a kid because then if I'm gonna die like why would I leave the kid alone you get me like that's kind of fucked up so then I was like oh well then maybe just like really experiencing like love I guess in that perspective where like you you get married to them and like you're you're like this like husband and wife and stuff and it's like I feel like that would be nice Mm -hmm. but I don't know yeah damn yeah I can see that. I can see that. I can see why right. your perspective would change on that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't know why. Because us three, we first had like that view though, and like marriage was like not that non-existent. Well, mm-hmm. it was just like not a big thing that we dream about. Like I never was like, oh, I can't wait to like get married or anything. Yeah, like it was just not, no, <laughs> just not in my head. Yeah, like no. That. And we I know, <laughs> I know it's a big deal for like a lot of girls or women. Like mm-hmm. you know, like oh, it's been three years and he hasn't proposed to me yet. But like. It was just never, like, a big thing in my head, you know? But I can see how these different things can have, like, like a switch on you guys' view on that, you know? I think, like, a love celebration is just, like, so beautiful to go to a wedding and, like, Mm -hmm. see all these, like... Yeah, when I was... I've been a part of a a wedding recently. Shout out to uh, Jazan David. But, dude, oh, my God, that was it was so much fun. Yeah. I was like, damn, so, like, basically, you guys throw a party for all of us to turn up? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. it's, it's not only that. It's, like, no, being mean, part of asking, their journey, you yeah, get me? Like, it's, like, all your friends are there. All their, like, yeah. I feel like it was really fun because usually when you go to a party or whatever, like, you don't really know everyone there and it's just you and your group of friends. But, like, the event was dope because we're all turning up with, like, our closest friends you know and like family and it's just like oh my god it's so cool and like you see your friends that you like their love story like you know mm-hmm. I, I remember how like they were them specifically like i worked with them so i saw it from the tippy toe like for their love story like, i remember when for our friends Giselle they remember when david first started working when we were working at and Giselle saw him and she's like who's the new guy and then i was like oh i don't know and she's like okay well i called dibs i'm like okay bitch <laughs> like you know so like just remembering that day and then i'm like in the wedding like seeing them get married that was really cute I was and now like, they're, oh they're now they're expecting their yeah, first they're gonna have a child. baby now yeah that was um, really cute i yeah. love them so much i just saw i actually wrote to her today yeah. <laughs> this morning before i was here <laughs> Aww. And like seeing like Giselle dance with her mom, like oh that's my god, so, that was so cute. Like, oh yeah, gosh, it was like cry. so tear eyed. Yeah, weddings are just so like a beautiful like experience. Yeah, that was my first wedding. Yeah, I honestly I, didn't know how how fun weddings were because I always feel like I always see memes where people hate weddings, right? <laughs> or is that not a thing? Like I feel like I would always see memes where people hate weddings, but I've never had gone to one. But now that I went to one, I'm like, dude, weddings are lit. Like what the heck? There's so much fun. Well, maybe it's because we're fun people and her family likes to turn up. Dude. Dude, like her dad, they like to fucking have dad, fun. I turned up with her dad, dude. He's down. Yeah, Those Michoacanes know how to turn up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So it was really fun. But yeah, like if someone asked me that, they're like, if you had like, if they told you you were going to die in three years, like what would be like a major thing that you wish you could experience? And I was like, oh, well, everybody, a lot of my friends are getting engaged. Congratulations, everyone who's getting engaged. And I'm over here fucking single, almost in my 30s. (laughs) I mean, which is not unnecessarily. I feel like a lot of that's normal, though. I feel like that's normal now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that normal or is it just like what we see around us? (laughs) I don't know. I I see like a lot of people are like not married too. Mm -hmm. But I feel like our experience is different than Helena's experience because so like when we were growing up, like none of our friends like had, okay, so like the kid issue. Like, okay, so I never wanted kids Mm -hmm. growing up, but now as I'm older, I'm like, maybe that'd be cool to raise like a little mini me. But anywho, like growing up, like none of our friends had kids except for one of our friends. We love a lot. Um, But like none, none of, we didn't really see that growing up, like our friend group. Um, but then Helena, her friends, they all were teen moms. So like, explain that. Like, how is your view on, with kids on that? Cause I know for sure you and your partner don't want kids at all, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't want kids. Um, why not? <laughs> what about when you get old? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just teasing her because everyone always tells her that when yeah. she brings up that topic. It's like the same questions. Um, what was the question? <laughs> why? How did the, you being surrounded by oh. your friends, like, how did that shape your view on like having your own kids? So I was like the only one that didn't have a kid like till this day. And it but just, what age was that when you were the only one that um, didn't have kids? I think most of my friends had kids by like early 20s for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I just saw like the struggle of it mm-hmm. that it like scarred me until this day. Like they'll mention it too. Like, damn, we scarred you. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah and then also I feel like also. The reason yeah. why it was a struggle, too, because it wasn't, like, a traditional, like, two-partner type thing, right? Yeah. So, then you saw, like, the real struggle in that aspect as well. Yeah. yeah and, like, we're all learning and growing, and, yeah. like, it's yeah. it was challenging. Yeah, young. I, I feel like for us, it was also because, like, the majority of our friend groups had divorced parents. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I true, think there true. was only, like, I think Giselle and, Mon- like, Monta's yeah, parents so, like, were the only ones that... Yeah, I had feel like, mar- only like their parents two were parent together. households. Yeah, so I so I learned that a lot of people don't have two parent households. Yeah, because yeah. it was normal for you because you had both your parents, right? Yeah, but like majority of my friends, no. Yeah, no, like, we were reflecting on that recently, right? Yeah, we we're like, wait, what? That's crazy. I feel like that, like that's one of the reasons why we all kind of like stuck together because we kind of all were going through like similar situations at home. And it was like, you know, our parents were always, our moms were always working, you know, like we had to start working really young to help out. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess we had to grow up really fast yeah. in a way. Yeah, I had a, I was one of the first friends to have a job. I think I was the first one, actually. Shout out to McDonald's. You? Yeah, no, even before that, since I was like even little, dude. Like, I remember I had my first little gig job, like in middle school. I had my first and little then, gig yeah. job when I was like 13. So it was like, it was just a trip, you know, because yeah. in high school, like I would be like, okay, I'm going to work, guys. But it was dope though because then I would like have money to spend, you know. Mm-hmm. I would like go shopping and shit. But yeah, but that was when we didn't go to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude, that's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's like I feel like that's why I always had that mentality. Like, well, I don't want to have, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. Like, why would I put my kids through what I went through? Kind of mentality, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. That's what I mean by like I have a lot of childhood trauma. That I don't, you know. <laughs> 
but mm-hmm. it's like but like now I, I see you know like my friends whatever they're getting engaged they're getting married they're having kids or whatever and i'm just like oh, okay well that's that sounds kind of nice yeah that sounds i mean i feel like yeah because we're more chill now so i don't really like i don't go out at all anymore i'm a grandma so that sounds like a dope life to just be at home <laughs> <laughs> Even well, just like raving, because like we haven't raved in a while. I'm just yeah, like, fuck, no, that's like a lot I'm of kinda, work. Yeah, I'm just like, I mean, I'm probably still down, but it's like just thinking about it, like, oh fuck, I'm walking around, it's gonna be hot, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and like honestly, like I I take care of my nephew sometimes, and I'm just like, damn, it's stressful because I just feel like I have to be on high alert, and I'm like, like I took him to the park, and it was like for me, just like, where is he? Like, is he okay? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. that's so that's, scary too. Like yeah. I think about it, and I'm just like, wow, like you have to, you have to take care of this life, like. You know, like, what if something happened? How do you know what th- what's wrong with them, especially like yeah. newborns? Like, mm-hmm. that's so scary. And then when you have to send them to school around people that like you don't even know either. When you have to like not be around them, then you don't know like what is their happening. Influences. Yeah, like what is happening to your child that you're like molding? Like, what other influences they're they're seeing? So I feel like that's something I don't think about too. Like, fuck, it's just like a constant worry. Yeah. Like once you have a kid, mm-hmm. like you're always constantly worrying. Not that I know. I mean, I have my my chihuahua, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean, I worry about him, you know. But <laughs> I mean, share with us your stories. All the parents out there, like, yeah. how is it like having to raise another person? <laughs> That's scary. And like, even just like, I was sharing the story. Like, um, I went to go get gas and my nephew was in the back and the, I wanted a receipt to get a car wash, but it didn't print a receipt. So I was like, fuck, I have to go inside. So then I was just like, wait, I have, I have him with me. Like, I need to like take him out of the seat, (laughs) unbuckle it. He has to walk with me versus like, if it was just me, I could just get up oh and go yeah. and like you have to like think of so many different things imagine like moms that have like multiple little ones like fuck you have to take all of them with you everywhere and like mm-hmm. if you forget something get them all out again put them all like in the car seat it's like <gasps> fuck it's, a a lot. Lot. it's like hard work it's not physical but i feel like also mental it's yeah. like a lot mm-hmm. you know? i feel like that's why they say like super moms like moms Hell are super yeah, moms dude. because moms are- fuck like, I, I just remember my mom, like, always hustling, you know, like, making sure we had everything we needed and, like, you know, just try to give, just try to give us the best life she possibly could. And mm-hmm. it's, like, that was hard for us, like, watching her always, like, working so hard and, like, never really having, like, that time for herself mm-hmm. or, like, spending, like, money on herself. It was yeah. always, like, oh, for your kids, like. Yeah, and you don't even notice that. Like, I feel like it doesn't really make sense to you until you're, like, older and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. And I feel like you'll be an even different realization if we ever have kids because I hear people talk about that, like, once I had kids and it was even deeper, like, the realization, you know, of, like, yeah. what the heck they were going through, you yeah, know? like, oh, cuando tengas tus hijos, vas a ver. And, like, <laughs> psych i'm not having kids mom no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh that means like when you have your you know when you have your kids yeah. then you'll know yeah yeah so you and your boyfriend don't want to have kids no like that's set in stone yeah set in stone like we want to have more dogs yeah but and like my mom so people trip out because like my mom is like very like you don't have kids don't have kids do whatever the fuck you want with your life yeah she's like encourages you yeah yeah. Yeah. but it's like so different because a lot of people are like what does your mom tell you and i'm like dude she tells me go on vacation (laughs) (laughs) she tells me like if you have a kid you can't be packing your bags whenever you want yeah and it's it's just so different from like a mom to tell you that you know i think 
my mom well i know my mom has that's all she knows is to be a mom Mm -hmm. she doesn't have friends she just and like now that we're all grown up she's just like i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. like you know and she doesn't have hobbies or anything because she spent her whole entire life just being a mom yeah and like that's like kind of scary too yeah Damn, yeah. Shout out to all the moms out yes. there. Yes. You guys are badasses. Mother's Make the Day. the world go around on Sunday. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yeah. yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, you guys are like, you guys are nurses, well, We're going to be filming this earlier, but yeah. Oh, yeah. What else are they? Every day is Mother's Day. <laughs> Every day is Mother's Day, yeah. Yeah, uh, dude, that's... So, yeah, okay, and then can we... Okay, since we're, we're not moms, but can we talk about how like dads can like do the bare minimum and it's cool like if a dad is just present then it's like fuck yeah super dad yeah. but like oh God, a mom yeah. cooks cleans wipes your ass pays for school takes you to school and she does one thing yeah. one thing wrong, wrong and ugh, i hate you mom yeah. but a dad could just literally physically be there and it's like he's a good dad yeah like i feel like no offense to guys but sometimes guys <laughs> are big babies and like if you're a mom then you're like taking care of the dad as well, you know, like when your responsibility is to take care of the babies. So it's like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Shout out to that. the moms out there. And what's up to the dads? <laughs> Wherever you are. And I mean, obviously, if you're not, if you're like the opposite, you know, if you're actually like the mom and the dad, then shout outs to you because that must be really hard too, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Single mom life single dad life single, oh, yeah, single oh yeah dad. oh yeah single dad yeah. life yeah. I have a, a like when you mom. have full so custody cute. of your child and it's like or like let's say like your partner passed away and like oh, now you have shit. to take care yeah. of your child and it's just like whoa <gasps> fuck like yeah especially if the mom was doing everything like imagine exactly. that scenario the mom was doing everything and then you don't have the mom there anymore the dad's like oh shit like how do i do my daughter's hair how do mm-hmm. i do this how do i dress mm-hmm. her what a, what appointments does she need to go to like damn can see that i can see that being like a different thing yeah yeah that's tough but everyone you know keep doing your thing keep doing your thing jelly being um i think we're gonna wrap it up now because you have to go right you have to go soon mm, we could talk for a little bit longer oh, okay. yeah. oh, shit. oh my god sorry guys just making sure you're away <laughs> um so yeah. we can talk about da-da-da, our vegan journey oh yeah, yeah talk about that um yeah so how did that happen yeah, so how did you guys like start your vegan journey so it wasn't like my first vegan journey <laughs> i mean just put that out there like i had tried to be vegan like so many times before that mm-hmm. and i was just like okay i'm just gonna do a challenge because like these challenges yeah, yeah. work for me for no no yeah reason. i remember when you first tried to be vegan and then like i saw you the next day and you're like eating fish and i was like like, oh yeah, I'm not vegan anymore. I'm just like, oh okay. Like, like three seconds later. <laughs> but yeah, you know, no, yeah. It's like all these like different challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. started like feeling really good, and yeah. then like we we're doing our alcohol okay. challenge right well, now. Well, she hit, okay, yeah. So Helena's the one that I'm doing the no drinking challenge with because she's hit me up. But for veganism, um, I was already vegetarian for like four years and she hit me up and she's like hey um i'm doing a vegan challenge with my friends uh do you want to join me it's a 30 days i was like oh all right fuck it i'm down and like that's how it started right and like we would always text each other and like keep each other accountable like hey what did you eat and like just the back and forth and like oh it was hard today and like 
I, during that time, I had a huge hot Cheeto addiction. So I was, I was a vegetarian for the longest because I couldn't give up hot Cheetos because I had a real hot Cheeto addiction. So like that, I feel like that was my biggest challenge when we first went vegan. I'm like, oh, I'm just dreaming about those hot Cheetos. Like, fuck. We're just like thinking about them. And then my boyfriend's eating them in front of me. I'm like, damn, dude. I tell him like, dude, you know, it's like, it's like you're smoking crack in front of a crackhead. Like, you know how I love hot Cheetos. You're eating them in front of me, bitch. But anywho, but I feel like that's how it started, right? Yeah. Oh, we were addicted to hot Cheetos. Yeah. Like, like, addic- like a legit addiction. What like, did your guys's like daily meals consist of? I felt like before, I, before or after? No, like during before. your your oh, the challenge? journey. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm not gonna lie. The first day I was eating like potato chips <laughs> <laughs> and like chamoy candy. Good yeah, because it's like really hard to make a huge adjustment, especially for yeah. you. I feel like it wasn't that hard for me because I was already vegetarian for a long time, so like it wasn't that hard for me, you know. But I feel like with you, like making the jump, like straight cold turkey. Okay, I have a confession. So I went oh, to a baby no. shower the first day and I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. Okay. I'm like confident that the rice probably had like but, chicken like broth chicken because that shit was fire. <laughs> shit was all moist. <laughs> moist as arroz. So I was like, oops, I'm going to be in denial. I just think that this is a vegetable So you lied. Broth. So our friendship has been a lie. Yeah. Oh. I, you know what? Helena's not Tell even me my how name. You really feel. <laughs> So I, they brought me on this podcast to tell me they don't want to be friends with me anymore. <laughs> so we brought you here to tell you to leave. <laughs> we brought you here to interrogate you because you're a fake bitch. <laughs> so then, okay, so yeah, so we did it for like a, a month, right? Yeah. And I feel like after the month, we're like, oh shit, it's over. Like our month challenge is over. And then we're just like, hey, like this wasn't that hard. And she's like, yeah. So then... We're like, should we just be vegan? So then we just started being vegan after that. And since then, that day, was it's been like how many days? I mean, how many years? But that was what, 2017 or 18? Yeah, so it's been like, like four, maybe four. Four or five years. And then for me, it was already four years before that that I was vegetarian. So it was like eight years that I didn't eat animals. And then, yeah, it was like a constant thing. But so like. Okay, well, how did you feel when you when you were like? What are the benefits you felt like yeah. when you were vegan? Like when I, you transitioned? I felt like my stomach was like so flat, and it just felt like light all the time. And like mentally, I felt like a lot better because in the beginning, I would eat like really healthy, mm-hmm. but that was before like all the fake meats and um, like French fries and all that stuff. It was, like a lot of vegetables, but mm-hmm. I just felt like really good. And then this time was like what the health was like barely coming up, and just like all these different documentaries on veganism. So it was like the passion was like the passion was there. Yeah. yeah like I feel like we were like really hardcore into veganism <laughs> in the beginning, like super hardcore. But we were never anal about it. And like we were never mean to people about it because our boyfriends still ate meat. So like we're not like, oh, you're a freaking animal killer. We were just like really anal uh, like with it with ourselves you know like within ourselves personally i wouldn't like tell helena anything but like within ourselves we're like yeah like how are we doing this and then like i feel like when i went vegan too i also had like a mental clarity i felt good i felt you know i felt dope and yeah that's what i noticed but um recently it's been like i feel like it's been like two months has it been like two months it's been like two months it's been like two months and i'm not vegan anymore dun 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 yeah so how do you feel about that was that weird or like i I feel like she was really really supportive no not like weird at all because i feel like like listen to your body because especially like the things that you were experiencing and i'll let you like share that story but like 
and it was common because I looked up on YouTube and it was like so many people were experiencing what yeah. you were experiencing yeah. and like if your body's giving you a sort of reaction then it's like time to like readjust your your diet yeah Helena's always been like super supportive and like my decision because i'm asking her how she feels because we go through everything together like we went to our diet change together so i'm like oh shit i'm gonna like go separate from like our journey in this aspect of it like our diet journey because it would just be like even when we went out to groups like we would order two different vegan things and we would share like it was just like a constant in our friendship we go to like vegan festivals like it was just like a whole constant thing but um so i feel like that's been um a thing like with vegans it's like once they become vegan they tend to lack certain nutrition or vitamins that like affects their health um in a negative way did you experience any of that i personally didn't but i saw how like it would no yeah i feel like it's not it's not like a thing with all vegans like i don't think it's the thing with all vegans and i think it's just like a learning curve like if you're gonna turn vegan like we had to learn like about certain supplements we had to learn about b vitamins we had to learn about omegas we had to learn about like certain things like that with me personally like i was taking all those supplements but i was experiencing like um constant bloating after every meal uh have like really high anxiety to the max i mean i still have anxiety but it's not to the max anymore but i had high anxiety you know some depression and like i was just like thinking like i saw a video on a girl who was vegan and then she no longer was and then i was like you know what fuck it like i'm not gonna be so strict with myself i'm gonna allow myself to experiment because i know with Mm -hmm. veganism like there's a stigma like in that community like if you did like part way from the thing you just like feel guilty and like I'm just like, dude, I'm not going to let any of that shit affect me. I'm going to experiment with myself. Like, it's okay. And yeah, so I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try eating animal products now. And I'm going to see how I feel because it's been like eight freaking years that I've never eaten animal products. And obviously, I have like good support system around me. Um, So I was like, yeah, I'm going to experiment with myself. And then it's been like two months since I have been eating animal products. And like my bloating, like it went away. Like I don't have constant bloating. And I feel like... I've been in higher spirits in my anxiety lessons. Have you seen any differences Mm -hmm. on on me since you're like, I'm constantly checking up with you? Yeah, like I remember, just remember one time we went to the gym after and you're like, hey, is this normal? You show me your stomach? And I was like, Soma, why are you like so bloated? And you're like, no, this is how I always am. And I'm like, that's like, I've seen you before and it wasn't like that. And I've noticed that you are like spiritually and in better moods, more energy. Yeah. And the bloating thing was like, yeah, it was just like tripping me out because I literally, I eat so freaking healthy, right? Like I eat so healthy and I'm just like, dude, like I'm like super conscious about ingredients. Like I learned about ingredients. I try to eat whole foods and like, I don't really eat a lot of processed like vegan food when I was vegan. And like, I was still fucking getting bloated like after every meal. And I was like, dude, I don't think this is normal and like I just let it go on for a lot of like months and stuff because or year maybe because I'm just like um yeah I mean maybe it's not that like you're in denial like maybe it's not that maybe it's not that and I do take all my supplements but I got to the point where I got grossed out of taking them too like I just I don't really like taking medicine and like I know it's not medicine but just like the capsule aspect of it or just constantly have to remind myself and be anal with myself oh take this every day take this every day like I just didn't want to do that anymore and just constantly have to be thinking so deep about it so I feel like then when I started eating animal products like I'm not bloated after every meal I feel like I'm bloated to an extent and then it goes away and like I it's just like I feel that and then I feel my energy levels are higher 
And yeah, and I, I mean, I don't necessarily think it was just like, cause I know there's a lot of people that thrive in a vegan diet, but like my body specifically, like I think maybe there was something I was missing that I wasn't getting, or I also always forget to eat a lot too. So like I take a long time to eat. And then when I do eat, I was eating vegan meals. So I feel like, think this was probably better for me because now when I'm eating, I'll eat like animal products or eggs and stuff. And it like more, probably more nutrition dense that I don't have to think about it. Like if I skip a meal or something, you know? So how do you yeah. guys feel about like those fake meats, like impossible, beyond, like what are your guys thoughts on that? Because like I've also been vegetarian for a really long time and it's like um, I didn't used to eat them. But once I started consuming them, I felt like really sick off them. So I no longer consume them. And I mean, everybody's different, but I just kind of want to know like what you guys what your thoughts are on those it's basically like all chemicals and process so it's like junk food basically yeah it's crazy because our, our thoughts changed a lot on this right because when we first i feel like when we were first were vegan like we were fucking that shit <laughs> ah, burger, burger, burger. burger 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 in my mouth yeah like the sausages like dude we were just fucking that shit uh, it was just so bomb it was just bomb to taste meat that we had because we were vegan for so long just like oh shit that shit on the bus and you know it was bomb and then I feel like once we were just like, I think we once we became more aware, like we just like, we're real with ourselves. Like look at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of shit you can't even read, you yeah, know? Yeah. And then I kind of started asking myself like, is this really healthier than just the one ingredient item, which is like beef. animal product? Yeah. yeah, like grass-fed beef. Um, and I don't know if it is. And also, um, I just don't think it's, I don't even think it's marketed. Maybe it is marketed as a health food. Is It is, right? I- but I mean, realistically, I think it's just like a junk food and it's OK because some vegans, obviously, they like to eat it. And that's perfect because, you know, their main goal of veganism is like for animals. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like if that's they don't want to consume mm-hmm. any animal products for that reason. then yeah, but it, it is I feel like it is junk food, like for sure. Like, look at the ingredients. It's like so long and I can't even understand some of the stuff on there. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's what did it for me, too, because I like became more conscious of like the ingredients of the products and food that I'm consuming. So once I started analyzing it more um, because I've al- always also had like a bloating problem. So once I started analyzing that more, I was just like, this can't possibly be healthy for you. Like, I don't even know what any of these ingredients mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, no and way. I mean, here and there, like I'll probably have a burger, but For I sure. I yeah. mostly try mm-hmm. to cook at home every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, yeah, for sure, I see that. And yeah, I mean, what, why did you go vegan? What was your? It was mostly health reasons, or I think in the beginning, I don't know. It just the challenge of I, itself. Yeah, just the challenge. I'm like really into doing these. Like, yeah, she, she's into challenges, and she like gets me in them, and it, it's dope because then like I'm just trying shit that I would have not challenged myself. But the fact that I know that I'm like held under a contract with <laughs> Helena, then I'm like, okay, I have to do it. Like I had to do it. So I, it's a good, it's a good challenge. But I feel like the majority of the reason why I did it, I think, was mostly health, the challenge, and then there was an animal aspect of it but i feel like once i learned about like regenerative farming and how important it is for our soils and stuff and like monocropping mm-hmm. which is like growing one crop like like also like the animals that get killed when you monocrop so i'm just like i in the at this aspect of it people might disagree or agree or whatever but i just feel like there's still animals being hurt both ways and i just come with the realization of like death is just like a part of life life, you know and it's just like fuck we die we go back into the soil obviously i don't agree with like the practices of factory farming because i feel like that is fucking cruel but i don't know i just i guess i view 
that aspect of it differently now than I did in the beginning. And I know like people might not agree with that. And like, that's cool. We're all different. Like you do you, I do me. My body's different than your body, Mm -hmm. you know? So, but that's just like how I came to like, think about it. I'm like, damn, dude, like we are, it's the cycle of life. We, you know, through my bones, like a flower grows or tree grows, you know, it's like, we're just constantly growing in this world, you know, we're all connected. So Mm -hmm. How was it? How is it at home? Because I'm assuming your family's not vegan, right? Yeah, my family's not vegan. Um, it's like it's chill. Like do you make mom, your own food? I do. My mom like she'll make me stuff like a lot of tofu stuff because well, we grew up eating tofu, so it's not like a huge like yeah. oh my gosh like what yeah. am I gonna eat type of deal. Um, but yeah, it's not like a big. It was. It wasn't like a big shift, right? No. No. Yeah, I'm glad I was yeah. vegan for so long because my household is. Prim- primor- prim- primarily primarily, primarily um, plant-based like ev- my fridge when you open it it's like mostly everyone in my family or in my house I think is plant-based so I feel like it was good that I was that because then like everyone eats super healthy in my household now too so it was like a yeah. good transition and I'm still mostly plant-based you know like I'll have eggs now and then or yesterday I tried fish for the first time in my life <gasps> I recorded it? myself Wait. Yeah, well, I mean, like fried fish. <gasps> I've never had like fried fish before. I didn't grow up from eating where? fish. Uh, from where? From on set at work. Um, yeah, it's like How we get that? kidding. Uh, it was, I don't even know what kind of fish it is. I don't know my fishes, but it was basically like a fish that's like grilled, like asada. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling the guy, the senor, like, oh, how should I eat it? He's like, oh, you can put salsa on it. But honestly, I just recommend with like a limon. And I was like, yeah. all right, fuck it. All right. So I'm just like, okay. And like, I just like ate. I just cut it up. It cuts off really softly for those of people that don't. I mean, I'm pretty, probably the only one that doesn't have never tried it. But yeah, I mean, I had a sushi before. I've never had like actual fish. I don't know. Um, and it was good. It was like, it tastes like soft, fishy chicken. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's how it tasted to me. I just ate it. I'm like okay did like, you like it though um i mean i didn't hate would it, you eat it again? i feel like i yeah i would try it again i didn't hate, i like the skin part of it it was just different because i'm not really used to fishy stuff because i didn't grow up eating fishy stuff so i was just like i'm just like <laughs> okay like all right like i mean i finished it i finished it but yesterday like a bunch of different meat products at, at work because i was like you know i never since i was vegan forever at work we get catering a lot of my job and like I never would get the meat things, but now that I'm like not vegan, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try everything today. So I tried like they had carne asada, then they had two types of chicken, and then they had fish, and I just got a little bit of everything, and I was just like trying everything. I was like, okay, okay, all right. But yeah, it was, it was, it was. It was Have you tried like, any other like um, weird meats? I guess. Yeah, I tried. Recently, I tried lamb. It's not my favorite. But I mean, it was it was edible. Describe to us it. like what that was like. I don't know. I think it's like softer. Have you guys ever tried lamb? Yeah. Yeah, it's like softer. I mean, it's, it was all right. I mean, I I don't know. It was all right. I didn't like keep digging into it, but it was all right. Um, I still don't eat pork. I'm not gonna eat pork. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the exotic thing I that I've tried recently in these recent days. Do you feel like you would ever go back to eating meat? And not being vegan anymore. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. How do you feel Ch- about that? Question. Honestly, okay, so like, like it's been a, a thought on my mind. Because I've had my slip-ups. Shut up. I've had like moments where I've 
eaten non Wow, cancelled, fake news, no longer <laughs> vegan. No, I'm just kidding. I, I just, I'm laughing. Blah, cause, blah cause, twist. No, <laughs> no, because I feel like that's how it is in the, in the fucking community. Like, vegan community, like, you've messed up. You're like, okay, day one again. How long have you been, like, it's like a competition of how long. And I feel like ugh, your diet shouldn't be like that. It should yeah. just be like, go with how you feel and, like, take the guilt aspect mm-hmm. out of it. You know, just go with how you feel. But, yeah, I yeah. feel like whatever. It's because, like, some people can experience, like, an identity crisis. No, yeah, know? that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I was what I was telling Helena. Did I tell you that? Or was I telling Carlos that? Mm-hmm. I was just, like, thinking, like, dude, like, it's so weird switching over because I've been vegan for so long. It's, like, a part of my life, not even just mm-hmm. my diet. Like, the way, the, like, the festivals that we go to and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm still down to go to those, but, like, all that. So it was just, like, such a mind fuck. Like, oh, my God. Like, damn, I'm not this thing that I was for, like, eight years. Like, what the heck you know like what am, who am oh i God. now like <laughs> am i even me ah! <laughs> fake news and i was like damn so you're fake fake news the fakest and the fakest girl in town fake ass i was like uh whatever but anyways that's why that's why i, called it fake I think like reminding ourselves too that like we change we learn we grow and like nothing mm-hmm. is permanent yeah like our viewpoints are constantly gonna change no, yeah that's like, okay joe rogan always says this cool thing where he says like i'm not married to my opinions or i'm not married to my like mm-hmm. where he stands like he's down to like change if someone brings us something else to him that he changes view on then he's down but that, yeah. like, i'm just like when he says that all the time i'm like oh yeah it's like that's how it should be like, but anyway sorry I cut you, off. you didn't answer the question fully because i should make oh, it funny um, that you're I, fake. W- I think i would you w- would what you- thoughts have you been having just like I feel like I get so bored of my food. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, like, that. honestly, you brought, like, a really good point. Like, dude, a lot of the vegan, like, fake stuff is so unhealthy. Like, I'd rather just make myself a chicken salad. Yeah, because it's, like, one ingredient. I mean, I just, obviously, when I try to, when I eat meat and I'm cooking it now, mm-hmm. or when I eat eggs, I try to get, like, the best quality stuff. So, like, if it's beef, I try to get organic grass-fed because mm-hmm. I know it's eating grass, what it's supposed to eat. Or, like, if I get eggs, I get, like, pasteurized eggs, you know, so I know the hens are out there eating free. And, like, I guess I'm, I'm still... Like, I'm glad I was vegan because it made me highly aware of, like, ingredients and how things mm-hmm. happen and it made me aware of how animals are raised. So, like, now when I shop, I'm, like, shopping in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not – also, I'm not super anal about it because at work, I doubt they're going to do everything organic or grass-fed at work because they, they're feeding so many people. Yeah. So, obviously, when I'm in settings where I can't control it, I'm just going to order what I order. But I, when I'm in a setting where I could control it, I'm more aware of it. And then if I do fuck up or if I don't have, like, if I'm, like, on a budget and I'm just going to get the regular eggs, I'm going to get the regular eggs and I'm not going to, like, beat myself up about it. But that's something that I have to constantly remind myself, like, okay, so I'm going to stop fucking tripping, like, you know, because I'm, like, sometimes I'm really anal about ingredients and, like, best quality stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, we can't wait to have you back and share with us um, when you're no longer vegan. And <laughs> Wait, yeah, tell so, us what that's... So, so wait, what did you say right now? Like, what was a big aspect of it? Um, like, you telling me, like, hey, dude, it's healthier to eat, like, a one ingredient. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. And then, like, I've had my, like, fair share of, like, not eating completely vegan yeah. stuff. Like, when I went to Mexico, I ate tacos. Wow. Uh, wow. Ones. I'm just kidding. Wow. Cancel me. You do you, Too bad babe. I canceled myself. Just kidding. <laughs> cancel her guys um no don't cancel her she's just great kidding. she can't even be canceled because she doesn't have social media so. yeah oh yeah and i have no social media so yeah queen. so boom and i have like three friends so <laughs> me being included dang that's crazy yeah. i haven't even asked this Gedna, you're like yeah. you're getting you're down really, with the questions yeah, girl really what the heck who is this bitch so i told geo because i told geo everything and he's like you just want to do everything someone does <laughs> 
Maybe I like get in your head sometimes. Like, fuck. I don't know. You're very. We're we're just like manipulative, (laughs) (laughs) bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Narcissistic. Like, oh, Alan, you have to do it with me. No, honestly. What I say goes. Honestly, I I feel like we influence each other a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. like our decisions. Even when it's like not, even when we're tripping or something, we're just like, oh, fuck, I'm tripping. But I feel like we're good at, we can catch each other when when we get in that like, wait, hold on. These are not my thoughts right now. Yeah, because sometimes I'm like, am I feeling my emotions or feeling someone's emotions? (laughs) (laughs) Like the other day when you called me and like you, you like, I wanted to cry so bad. Oh, yeah. I called the, that I was telling you guys earlier when I was calling, like, tripping about the podcast. Because, I mean, it's scary doing a podcast and, like, putting mm-hmm. yourself out there. And, like, I don't know. I just, and me, like, I'm, I have, like, anxiety, too. So I called her right before, like, when I was pulling in to shoot. And I was like, hey, I, I'm feeling like this, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then, like, I forgot what we were talking about. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. And she's like, oh, what did you say? I was like, oh, my gosh, finally, because I've been wanting to cry for you. <laughs> So then I started crying. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, nice. Cute. Yeah, like the Dang. whole time I was like biting my lip, like, don't cry. Don't cry, but watch your voice. Don't let it cry. <laughs> <And> my <laughs> voice not crying. And then as soon as you gave me the green light, I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what happened. But, you know, he put me back in shape. I'm like, yeah, I could do this. Hell yeah. I can do anything. She did like a really good, You. she does like really good techniques. I guess that day the technique that worked was like, she told me to envision what i would tell her if she was feeling that way in that aspect like what if it was her podcast and she was like scared to film or nervous like what would i tell her and then i told her exactly how i feel about her and like that she can do anything and like that she's done a bunch of shit and like look where she's at now and she's constantly growing like all this stuff and then she like reversed it on me and she's like well i would tell you the same thing and i was like oh shit mind blown like i was like oh my god and it it worked yeah it was really it was i was i felt good that I, i just didn't since I'm aware of how sometimes I can influence people around me a lot, like if I'm like sad or if I'm in a bitchy mood, like I'm aware of how that energy transfers. I didn't, I didn't want to bring that energy to Edna. So that's why I called her. I was like, yeah, I feel not, I'm in my head right now. And like, I don't want to bring this energy to Edna when we're about to film. So like I had to get out of that headspace and I came in, I was like in a good mood and I was like, hell yeah, you know? Cause I feel like that's usually how I am too. Like I always try to be the positive person in the room. Like, I don't know, like people, I guess, Whenever I enter a room, it's like, oh, you know, she's everybody gets so happy. Like, oh, she's here. Let's party or whatever. And it's like, I I don't know. I've always liked that, like having being that positive person, because even like I have friends who are always like stressing out and stuff. And I feel like, okay, like I need to be that positive person. Like I can't be the grounding in their life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you are that person. Yeah. Like every time Edna's going to come through to a function, like. It's going to be really fun if Edna goes, you know? Yeah, like, like in Joshua Tree, like, I did not oh want you to leave the room. God. Like, where's Edna? We're bad vibes in here. Uh, <laughs> we're at Joshua Tree and... With dark uh, clouds. Yeah. She's like, we were tripping <laughs> and we were just going through a really hard trip, you know? Like, very dark and, like, in our heads a lot. And, like, we transferred that energy to everyone in the room. So everyone in the room was having a really dark trip. But we wouldn't leave the room, which we should have left the room. But we were just in our heads a lot. Like, oh, fuck. What are we even doing? And then Edna comes. Hey, guys. And she, like, starts dancing with us. Oh, dancing for us. She puts on a show. She started dancing for us, telling us jokes, <laughs> making us all laugh. And then we're like, yeah, we're feeling better. And then she's like, all right, guys, I'm going to go over there. And she left. We're like, and then it got dark again. I was like, oh, bring Edna back in here. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they kept telling, like you and Bree kept telling us, like go outside, and we're like, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have two friends who like Bree's like that too. Bree oh, yeah. has that energy too, where like she can light up a room too. So they're good people to have around when you're just like in your head a lot. You need the fucking person to just <laughs> flip that upside down. Yeah. 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 Well, I wanted to tell you that you're such a beautiful person inside mm-hmm. and out. You have a big heart. I feel like you know a lot of people can learn from you. Um, a lot of people like people in your life are really happy to to be there you know to have that time of day with you um i just want you to know that you know we're really proud of you and just keep yes. going like oh just oh keep God. going <laughs> you can cry you can cry i got you a tissue yeah, it's right it's okay. there it's okay i know it's about time um because you got to go to school um yeah. so i just want to thank you for being on the podcast yes, with us you know we you. we love you we had a lot of fun being here and we hope that you had a lot of fun being here um sorry if we put you on the spot not sorry but, um <laughs> sorry not sorry but have a beautiful day and thank know, you for blessing you. us with your energy and like giving us all these beautiful tips yeah you're and a ray really of sunshine you. and i'm so proud of you girls like dude this shit's not easy like i had to like <laughs> meditate hard before I got here, <laughs> I'm like, shit i'm gonna put out all my business and it's not easy so I'm no so it's proud not of you girls. i know that's what i'm saying like we've had situations where we're just like what the fuck are we doing you know like i've thought about it m- multiple times but like i told you like i always try to be like that positive person yeah. in the room like no like we got this we can do this but deep down inside i'm like oh hell no like what the what fuck I yeah. no but honestly yeah. even when i feel like that like i feel like it's i have so much fun doing this so like even though it's a challenge and it's hard like it's fun doing this because you learn a lot of skills and like i don't know it's a good challenge you know so sometimes when i'm like i I just think like, okay, we go to work to go build someone's business or like for me, like I work in the like industry, the entertainment, the entertainment. In- entertainment industry. So like I go She's to work. Escort, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <Dominatrix>. <laughs> I go I go to work and like I go and we film these projects for other people and like other stuff and like, you know, we go and we put all the stuff for other people's life or when you go to work to go build someone else's business or something. So I'm like, you know what? I should put that same attitude to here. So I I feel like it's fun doing this because like we're building our own little thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a process and not everything's going to come out like perfect. And, you know, and it teaches us to not always be like, shit has to be perfect. Cause sometimes you get in that mindset, like, Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like I'm like that. But like, like, you just have to release shit. You just have to put it out there, you know, because I feel like someone's always going to relate to shit like this. Cause I just realized like every single from TikTok, you realize that every single thing you experience is not unique to you in a lot of ways. Like you might think like you're having the horrible day and this is just happening to you. And then like, dude, there's probably like fucking uh, so many people that this is happening to or this has happened to. Like, so I feel like there's comfort knowing that you're not alone in these feelings that you feel, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like such a universal feelings as humans. So I just like to remind myself of that yeah well thank you so much we hope everyone has a beautiful day we hope you enjoyed this third episode and see you on the next one Bye. bye